Hi, and welcome to the Hollywood Dream Maker Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Gallo. I'm a 35-year veteran actor. I'm the kid who came out to Hollywood with 200 bucks in my pocket and a one-way ticket when I was 18. Didn't know a soul out here, and I've been living my dream ever since. I've had an amazing career. I've been an Academy Award-winning film, blockbuster film, hit TV series. You name it, I've done it, and I got the IMDb credits to prove it. Six years ago, I opened up my own school, the Manhattan Actor Studio, where I found my true passion. That's teaching the craft of acting, but not only teaching the craft of being the guy. Success leaves clues. I know how to make dreams a reality. I did it for myself, and I do it on a daily basis for my students. And I can help you achieve yours. Welcome to my podcast. Let's get started. I am super excited to introduce my guest. He's a multi-talented lead producer, executive producer, and actor. He's got upcoming roles in the highly anticipated film Skeleton in the Closet alongside Terrence Howard and Cooper Gooding Jr. and Darkness of Man, where he shares a screen with Jean-Claude Van Damme. I want to welcome the talented Randall J. Bacon to the podcast. Welcome to the show, brother. Thank you, Billy. Thank you for having me. I'm a it's, it's good big to fan see of your show. Big fan of you, Billy. Big I'm fan a, of Billy Gallo. It should, I'm, it should I'm be your introduction. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I created a podcast to inspire young artists to follow their dreams, right? You know, if a kid like me can come out to Hollywood at 18 with 200 bucks in my pocket, a one-way ticket, didn't know a soul out here, and make the dream a reality. You know, if a kid like you can go be producing some big movies now. I mean, you're, you're living the dream. So, I mean, if we can do it, you know, why can't the listener out there? So I'd like to go to the beginning. Like, when did you know you wanted to be an actor? You know what? Like, to be God honest truth, I, I never thought about acting growing up. Like, I thought it was cool watching movies and things of that nature, but I was I was a sports guy. And, um, you know, I, I kind of moved around different family members and uh, lived in different areas. So I guess as a kid, I had to adapt a lot because I lived in different areas. You know, I lived with different ethnicities of people. You know, I was born in San Jose, lived in Salinas, Monterey, Sacramento, uh, Los Angeles, so kind of bounced around a lot. Um, so I had to adapt a lot. But, um, you know, playing sports and, and, and pursuing sports with, the, you know, just with everything I had, my whole heart, um, and, and not being able to get to its highest peak uh, of the NFL. Um, I was just fortunate to take that same energy, that same aggression, and cross it over into something else. So you were but quite yeah. a football player. I mean, you broke all kinds of records. Were you running back? Yeah, I was running back, yep. So, I mean, I read somewhere you broke all kinds of records. What, what, are, what are some of those records you broke? Yeah, I mean, in high school, I turned a lot of heads. You know, I was a sophomore, a sophomore of varsity, so I was a pretty big kid. And, um, you know, there's a running back by the name of Ontario Smith who is uh, – he used to play for the Vikings. Uh, he's out of Sacramento, California. I broke one of, one of his records, and it was a single-game rushing record. I had uh, 393 yards on 27 carries. Wow. And uh, that was just, he had a lot of records. Like he had touchdown records, everything of that nature. But I broke his single game rushing record. And uh, once I did that, I kind of had a lot of eyes on me. And um, I always knew that I had the ability to perform at a high level, but that was the first time I put it on stage. So for me, that was my introduction to performing, I would say, at a high level. And how do you feel football has helped with your acting career? I mean, you know, to be a good actor, 
and I wouldn't even just say a good actor, but to understand the game that you're playing. It's a lot of hours, a lot of practice. And then same thing, taking that leap of faith and just going for it. Uh, I really didn't have a, you know, f- football was my plan A and then I didn't have a plan B. So I, I guess uh, acting was my plan B and, and I just took that same energy and, and crossed it over, if that makes sense. Joe, at what point did you say, okay, well, you know, I'm done with football and now I'm going to pursue acting? Um, I think uh, when I, I was doing stunts for a commercial and I was doing stunts and I got a SAG card and I looked at the SAG card and I was just like, damn, I better learn how to act because, <laughs> because I got this, I got this card and I'm very much a perpetrator if I can't act. So, you know, I could perform, you know, pay me to do a backflip. I'll go bust a backflip, you know, for $500, you know, I'll, I would do auditions. And at the end of each audition, I hit a backflip in my commercial auditions. I don't know. It was just like this thing, this thing I did, you know, some people probably thought it was really weird. And then some, they caught their attention. Um, especially for the athletic ones. So, um, but once I got the SAG card and I realized you people make a living doing this, I took it more serious. And then I just, I started training uh, different classes. You know, I, I trained at, uh, when I first got here, I trained at a spot. Like I think it was Aaron Spice in our studio because it was right down the street from my house. And then uh, from there, I went to City College of Los Angeles. They had like a theater program. I took some classes there. Just like same thing, I moved over here to Redondo Beach, Manhattan Beach area, and I met Billy Gallo and, and trained with you, which was, to be honest, no offense to all the other acting teachers, but out of all of them, you had the most screen time. Like you you had the biggest career for many acting coach I ever worked with. So I'm... I was inspired, you know, working with you. It was uh, pretty, pretty amazing. It was amazing, too, because you got after it like you would, like a football player would get after it. That's what, you know, yeah, man, you, you, uh, I don't mean emotional, but yeah, you, uh, you have a lot of heart, Billy. You have a lot of heart, man, and it showed. I think when I first came to your class, she was like, you know, it's like I, I built I built this class for you, you know. I was, I was like, I'm looking for a school. And you're like, I built this, I built this for you. And uh, you know, the time I did spend with you, I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot. I, put, I learned how to put it all out there on the line. Just like, you know, when I was playing football. So I would say to anybody out there uh that wants to pursue a, a career like Billy Gallows or Randall Bacon's or you know, whoever the next guy is that's uh crossing these feats of of you know, haters and doubters and people think it's impossible to do. I think you, you really just have to go hard in the paint, however that is, you know, if it's with your business, if it's with, you know, you're acting, you're going to class, you're, 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 you're taking risks when you're auditioning. I mean, you're not playing it safe. You know, that's what you kind of taught me. So. Yeah, um, safe is boring, dangerous, vulnerable, <laughs> truthful. That's exciting. Yeah. So leaving a piece of your soul behind in that friggin' room, that's when they go, oh, who is that? Because you're not playing yeah. it. You know, it's big, bold, strong choices. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing it. And, I, you know, I love it. And listen, I, I remember when you knocked on my door and I remember, you know, you kind of just kind of needed guidance. And I listen, I, I, I did build this place for you. You know, when I was in here, you know, nine years ago with the sledgehammer tearing out walls and building the theater, I didn't know who would come. 
Yeah. You know, I'm blessed that I've had thousands of actors come knock on my door and I've gotten to be the guide and show them, you know, the path. Sure. And I love my actors actually apply the stuff that I've taught them and they actually go out there and they make, you know, become working actors. You know, sure. that's what you did. I mean, we built you a demo reel, right? And when we, you, I mean, you started booking stuff and you, you know, projects and, and you started creating your own projects and you started producing and, you know, so can we talk a little yeah. bit about that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think for me, you know, being just all around type of person, individual, right? I have trouble just focusing on one thing. I, um, you, you uh, let, let's, let's, let's go back to what I was kind of doing. I, I had good bookings through a lot of the sports things, a lot of this, you know, a lot of the football stuff, um, anything that was physical. But one thing that you kind of helped me learn was to take it to the next level as far as with a partner in a scene and, you know, just really hone in. And it, it wasn't just about being athletically gifted or whatnot. It was about like, the, you know, the backstory of that's a real person and, and the stakes, stakes are high, you know. But, it's, you know, I kind of I took that and in, in, in implemented it into my in business, too, because doing commercials, uh, it's like you're a treasure hunter, you know, like you, you might be broke for a minute, but then you come up on a treasure. And what are you going to do with that? So I, I decided to take funds and put it into film. And I learned because I lost I lost money. I lost a good amount of money. I lost money one time. And then, you know, after that, uh, I, I never, knock on wood, I, I never lost uh, again, you know. And, you know, having the ability to be resourceful and, and, and put your own funds in projects, I don't care if it's $1,000, you know. You know, some of these productions, they need help sometimes. Stuff happens. COVID happens. They lose a day. You know, there's been times where friends was doing a project and I said, hey, man, I know you guys are, you know, you, you guys are looking, probably lost some money. Here I have, I have, I can contribute, invest two grand. You know, let me get this role and I can invest this much and we'll do a deal where if the film is successful, then I'll get paid back that money plus a percentage. And um, that's part of the game too, is risking, you know, risking your livelihood on yourself, betting on yourself. It's amazing what you've done. I mean, you, you've literally taken it to the next level. You know, I mean, I, I preach to my actors all the time. You want to create your own projects. You don't be waiting for the phone to ring. You want to create. You want to be the, the guy. You know, you want to turn the desk and be the, you want to come work for me guy. You know, sure. I, instead of the, the actor with the hand out going, hey, please, can I have a part? You know, you now you're in a power position. Now you're working with, you know, Cuba Gooding Academy Award winner, Cuba Gooding Jr. You're working with, you know, Terrence Howard that I work with on Crash. You know, you're working with A-list actors, right? Uh, you're yeah. side by side with them. You know, you're working on with Jean-Claude Van Damme. I mean, you've produced some big, big movies. I mean, the one sure. you did with, uh, with uh, the actor that was also on my podcast. Who's that? Uh, Son of the Tower? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucas, Lucas Till, right? Lucas no. Till, yeah. Lucas Till, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't actually act in that one, but I helped that one, uh, you know, uh, be brought to life. I mean, all these productions out here, independent productions these days, this space is what it is. It's independent. Like, we have to come together as, as a community and get these films made. So working with the right group of people is very important, but everybody needs help. Everybody needs help, you know, bringing their dream to life. You know, someone that's somebody's dream that's in that script, you know, 
Um, and I, I just really feel like I'm in the business of kind of helping others, people's dreams come true so I can eventually help my dream come true. You know, I don't mind being a team player um, for good, good people and good projects. Um, That's why you're on the Hollywood Dreammaker podcast. <laughs> I'm making dreams come true. I mean, that's yeah. why, that's why I built the Manhattan Actors Studio. You know, I've been yeah. blessed. I've been I've been a working actor. Of, you know, I, I've 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 had the career. Every all the the dreams come true. But you know, when I was there and I had all the stuff and the thing, I was like, is this it? You know, is really you know, is this it? And and what was missing for me is being of service. And how can I make a difference in somebody else's life? Sure. Yeah. And I truly found sure. that that's the secret to, to living is giving and being of service and helping other people because success leaves clues, right? So, you know, I've been blessed. Now I can show my actors, this is the path. Don't go down that alley. There's a freaking pothole, you know, be, be weary of that scam, you know, because I've been yeah, through I, To be honest, Billy, I don't think I've seen the same clip twice of your work. I, I maybe crashed twice. But every time you pop, I don't know where you get these, where you get them from. But every time you pop on some of your new work, you know, I never seen it. It's always something new. I'm like, how much did this guy work? <laughs> how much did you work? I worked a lot. Yeah, yeah. Very blessed. I mean, I, 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 I see stuff of something will pop up and I'll go, I forgot I did that project, <laughs> you know. You know, I, I've been I've been blessed, you know, truly blessed. But, you know, for me, it's it's not it's not about me. It's about we. Sure. You know, so sure. I love that you're doing it. You're you're helping uh, filmmakers get their projects off the ground. If they're if they're, you know, need some funds, then you're helping them out. I love that you're also using it as a way for you to put yourself in the film and get a role in the film. Sure. Sure. I mean, look, you, you got to be you have to choose the right roles to work with. It's a and choose the right people to work with. So it's it's been a lot of that uh, whenever I lend a helping hand in one area, um, you know, like I would refer people to my agency, even my, my, my same type, the same type of guys, uh, football players that want to become actors, I would refer them to my agency. And then on the other side over here, somebody would be in the producer space, producer game, and they would lend me their knowledge. Like they would, they would do a helping hand to come this way. I'm helping on one side. I'm getting helped on this side. I try to kind of keep it going that way. Yeah. I think one of the, one of the biggest, things that really fulfills me is just reading a script and going like, I know somebody who is perfect for that part. And it's, you know, with these films, you have essential elements. So you have the individuals where you, you need their name to sell the film, you know, you need, you know, you know, uh, a $5 million cents. film. 50 cents yeah. and Mel Gibson, right? <laughs> for example, yeah. So on that film, 50 cent Mel Gibson, right? There are the two essential elements, but, you know, that's a that's a movie with over 35 cast members, 40 cast members in that movie. So you have two essential elements and then you have, you know, uh, 33 others that that deserve an opportunity, deserve a chance. And, you know, agents, you know, they'll audition, some will audition for them. But sometimes you never know, man, if you can help out the project and, and, and you read the script. Look, I don't force myself on anybody. I don't force, I, you know, I can't force myself into a certain role that I, I can't play and do. But if I read the script and I see something there, it's uh, it motivates me to want to get the film done. I'm, I'm part of the project and, you know, I'm, I'm helping other actors because I'm helping other people work. So, yeah. Now you have your, your whole family. I mean, you have your beautiful wife. Uh, you have seven children, right? 
Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> and they're God bless, and they're all kind of in the industry, right? I mean, they do. Yeah, I mean, we to be honest, we started in commercials because my wife was an actress and she did commercials, and we didn't trust anybody watching our kids. So, and you know, at the time, we really couldn't afford uh, uh, daycare, and we didn't really trust anybody. We didn't have family here, so we ended up bringing our kids. I mean, uh, this is when we had three of them, we would bring them to auditions and, you know, we would audition and eventually they were like, Hey, you know what? We have a target commercial. Like, I think you guys are family, right? You guys are real family. Like, yeah, we're real family. Like bring them in. We're like, okay, cool. And the kids, we used to, when we would audition, they would sit in the room and watch us. So they already knew how to like slate and do everything else. Cause they would watch us because we bring them in the room. So that's how it ended up happening. Like, we didn't have child care. They'd come with us to auditions. Casting would see we had a family. And then we started booking family commercials. And we got known for commercials. So, you know, my kids, we all have one agent. It's under one roof. It's not like they have different agents. And we're, I'm trying to get them to be the next, you know, uh, Macaulay Culkin or something, you know, and, and be a movie star. Like, we, we just work as a family commercials. And for the ones that want to take it to the next level, I'll probably have them come see you, Billy. You know, if they want to take it there and, you know, they have that ability to. So, yeah, they all work and um, they all work in, in that in the space. Right. The space yeah. Why not have that, you know, that Coogan account and have that money be put into an account for them? So when they get older, they have their college money because, you know, I mean, commercials are very lucrative. If you get you hit a couple of good national commercials, you can make some really good money. And if you yeah. do the right thing, what you've done with your, your your money from your commercials is you've invested it into, you know, becoming a, a producer. Yeah, yeah, to the uh, yeah the producing career, which is could be a little a little scary. Um, you know, my wife is probably on the edge of her seat all the time. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a gamble, but you're gambling on yourself, right? It, it just takes yeah. one, man. It just takes one film to to blow up, you know. I mean, it takes sure. one audition, you know, the next one could be that, like you said, you're chasing, uh, you know, gold when you're on those commercial auditions, because you never know which is the one that's going to be, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's, truly, it's truly a numbers game, man. And then at the same time, it's like, it's like we're playing sports, it's practice, it's getting up, it's, you know, shooting them layups, uh, you know, when nobody's there, you know, when, when you know, you don't even look like I've had instances where it just I looked at the role. I'm like, dude, like this does not fit me in one way or another. And my wife's like, you should still just go just show up. And then, you know, they end up being like, hey, you know, what? you'd be good for our uh, for our, our driver, the driver part. You know, you might not be the quirky, the quirky, funny guy that we're looking for, but you, you, you look, look like a nice service guy. And then you end up getting the role and, you know, you just show up, you know, so. That's great. But, you know, just show up. I mean, I, you know, I remember uh, I had a Snapple commercial audition and I was like, eh, and I was going to blow it off, you know, like, eh, I don't really feel like going. I, I remember something I just I was not going, but I, I last minute I went in and I and, and I, I got the part. But they, that turned into six Snapple commercials, six national. So I was like a recurring character. I was a Snapple character factory workers. So that one choice of me not going to that audition could have cost me a lot of money because very uh, those funds were there for me when my, my son was born and I got to stay home and take care of him. 
And I didn't have to worry about how I'm going to pay the bills because I had that Snapple money. So, you know, show up, go to go. You never know. One one thing leads to the next. You never know where it's going to go. Exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, if I could give some other advice, it's just like when, when you guys are working with people and, you know, you meet somebody like follow up with them. Follow up with them, you know, if, if somebody has a passion to want to make film or somebody's making film, sometimes it's actors getting to the habit of like, can I be in your film or, or like take my headshot or let me send you my reel. Instead of doing that, say, you know, do you guys need help on the film? Like what's, how can I help this film come to fruition? And, and, and hop on that hop on that bandwagon of it and kind of it's an unselfish thing to do, actually, because you take yourself out of wanting to be a role, but actually wanting the film to get produced. And for me, producer, I psyched myself out. I said, I could be a producer. I'm a producer. I produce children. I produce seven kids, me and my wife. Like if I can produce life and sustain life, it shouldn't be hard producing a movie, oh. you know. And um, that's literally how I became like a producer. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I produced a film, you know, uh, I raised two and a half million dollars, shot a film in New York City. I didn't know anything about producing. I got a book. Yeah. How to produce a movie. I literally read the book from New York to L.A. You know, I mean, it was like, OK, I, I, I've been on many, many sets. Right. But I didn't sure. the actual job of you know, what a producer does. And, you know, you're doing it at different levels. You're a lead producer, an executive producer, you know, there are different types of producing. And there I'm is, sure yeah. learning so much as you go about what that job entails, right? You know, there sure. is, producers one thing, you know, that's a money guy, finance guy. But, you know, a lead producer, a, a UPM, you know, they're all different jobs. So you're learning as you go, you know, and you learn sure. from each and every one of these films or you work on and you start building relationships with people. I mean, that's what yeah. it's about. this town is. It's about relationships. And if you find your the right group of people that, you know, you can work with. I mean, you know, it's like going to war, you know, making a film is like going to war. I mean, you just made it. Yeah. Right? You were in the trenches and and where were you? That the film you did where you were in uh, the war movie. Oh, yeah. That was with one of the guys you worked with, uh, Louis Mandalore. Yeah, Louis Mandalore. Yeah, we were in uh, we were in Thailand. We we shot one called a uh, a battle uh, battle of Saipan, um, which is out now. And then they liked that one so much they offered Lewis a directing uh, directing gig, and he directed one called uh, uh, Three Days in Malay, which should probably come out in the summertime. Yeah, we're in the summertime. <laughs> it should probably. <laughs> But what I'm saying is, is, is you literally like you were in the trenches with him. Right. And he liked yeah. it. And then he created yeah. another project. And guess what? He brought you along with him for the next one. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's all about. It's about having somebody that I can trust in the trenches. It's got my back. It's going to be on time. It's going to show up. going to be prepared. Very true. Professional active. You know, that's those are the kind of people I, want, I need. I'm exactly. light. I got to get the shot. I got to know that I can count on you, that you got my back. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, half the battle is, man. You know, just do what you say you're going to do. And if you can't do what you say you're going to do, try. Try to do what you say you're going to do. You know, that's the biggest thing. People respect effort. Yeah. So, you know, just going back to the your, your children in the business, if you could give advice to, you know, parents that, uh, you know, want to have their kids in this in the business, what would it be? 
First thing is it, it, it's hard if you're if the parents want to have their kids in the business, right? Because that's unless they're in the business. But if your kids want to be in the business, you know, I think the biggest thing is, and this is might be a hard pill to swallow, but don't rely on anybody else. Rely on yourself first. And and you know, for example, if you're relying on an agent to you know, for your kids to get an agent, you know, you may have to be the agent at first. You may have to go on LA Casting or Actors Access and you do the self-submissions for your children and you'll gain traction that way. And then an agent that you want to work with will eventually see you or meet you and, you know, off to the races. I think sometimes people, they just, they're waiting for somebody to help them when they have all of the ability to help themselves, you know? That's great advice. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's what I teach here. Look, you want to be an actor? Here's the path. Okay. First off, know what you're selling. You know, you're a product. You got to know your castability. Hollywood's sure. a good. So, you know, what am I selling? So, you know, you're athletic, right? You're an ex-football player. Well, that's the door, the, the key that's going to get you into the door to book those commercials. Exactly. You're playing a football player because you already have that special skill. You have that talent. That's going to get you in the door. So know what your castability is. Truly know what that is. And, and then start getting pieces of material that show you doing that, right? If, you're, if, if, you, if you see yourself playing a police officer, well, why not have a piece of footage of you playing a police officer, right? Yeah, exactly. And yourself a little bit of a demo reel. Who do we got there? Oh, this is my daughter, Raina. Say hi, Raina. Hi. hi. <laughs> she kind of just walked in. Awesome. Well, you're on a podcast now. <laughs> She's yeah. a yeah. But yeah, I mean, for sure, Billy. And then, and it's it's whatever kind of crosses over too, you know, what, what, however you can find your confidence and whatever you do, try to implement that. And, you know, it might not be the same thing, but try to take that essence and just, just cross it over. You know, some people are great. Like I, I, I don't suck at working on cars, but some people are good at working on cars. If you're good at working on cars, be the working on car man. All the time, you know, you know, have, you know, be, be, have, you know, some wardrobe and overalls and the work stuff and the wrench and stuff like that. And just be that guy for as long as possible, you know, and be, take that essence and feel good about that. Cause you're good at that. Like nobody else is good at that, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then you take all that stuff, you know, like you said, I mean, it's great advice for, you know, LA casting actors access, you know, throw up a picture in there. You don't have to invest a lot of money, get a good picture, you know, have a little, a little footage, you know, a little demo reel up there. So if I'm a casting director and I see, you know, your kid's picture and I go, oh, they look great. I wonder if they can act. There's a little piece, even if it's a self tape of them acting and I go, oh, they can act. They can say lines. Great. Let me send them a self tape audition. Yeah. Uh, and then it's just a, you know, a numbers game. You, you yeah. never know the one role audition away from booking something. Exactly. Um, exactly, man. And we're, we're, they're blessed if they can get some professional guidance from someone like you too, man. That's that's just open with the heart, man. Well, thank you. So you know, if you can go back, let's say, and talk to the the little Randall, right, and give you some life advice, what would that be? I'd give myself some life advice. It would just stick to the course at hand, man. If if it, this is something you want to do. You know, don't be so uh, focused on the short term goals and those rewards, you know, just just keep your head down and, and stay positive and, you know, try to make it fun and have fun. 
You know, you, you know, you, you don't you might not be happy being the superstar right away. Some people want to be a superstar right away. You might not like that. You might get that might like it. It's a it's be, it's a much better slow growth as you can handle what's uh, coming coming at you, you know, in, in that manner. So that would be my advice. That'd be my advice. Just just uh, just slow, slow down and and keep going. It's a journey, man. It's all about the journey. It's not a race, man. You got to be in it. You know, it's the, enjoy the journey. Be present, you know, one day at a time. Exactly. Wow. One day at a time. So listen, man, I know you got to go to a football game when one of your kids football games. Practice. Yeah, he has his first year, man. He's been begging to play tackle football for the past three years. And like, awesome. even in that situation, I, I didn't let him, I didn't let him play the first, second year because I wanted to see how bad he wanted it. Now he wants it so bad. There's not going to be like I don't want to go to practice because he's been asking for this for three years. You know? That's great. Yeah, I mean, I was in the same position. I got a six-year-old. He's playing high school football. You know, I know he's awesome. I remember. I remember him in flag. Yeah, that's right. We coached together in football. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I recruited you when I needed coaches. <laughs> you did. You did. We did pretty good too. We did. We had a good season. Randall, thank you so much for taking the time to share your wisdom and knowledge on the podcast, brother. Oh, thank you for inviting me, Billy. I really appreciate it. Thank so, you so much. Hopefully we'll see each other soon. Yes, yes, yes. Hopefully we'll see each other on set. Yes. <laughs> All right. Take care, brother. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Please rate, review, share this with your friends. Subscribe if you haven't. Please take whatever you get from here, the golden nuggets, and apply them to your career. Go after your dreams with passion. Don't let anybody tell you it can't be done. I believe in you. Follow your dreams. I'll see you in Hollywood.